Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back for another episode of the TWC show live on Rockus Avenue Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am very, very sorry that I have not recorded an episode of the TWC show in a matter of weeks. There has been so much that has happened on Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. We had Raw 30, which was a really great episode with a lot of memorable moments like Kurt Angle doing side missions with DX and Undertaker finally passing the torch to Bray Wyatt and many other moments uh you know at one point a couple of weeks ago everyone thought that the WWE had sold the company to Saudi Arabia even though that all ended up being false claims I went live on a couple of things and talked about how um that people shouldn't believe it until an official statement comes out from the WWE or somewhere else or a bigger um journalist company like Forbes or ESPN or something um a lot has been going down but I have not been recording episodes as of right now I'm very sick still I got a cold or a flu but I did want to make sure we recorded an episode to give you guys our Royal Rumble predictions but of all the things that have been happening in wrestling the build-up for the Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania the good stuff with the bloodline uh MJF and Brian I think the biggest thing that I want to talk about before we get into our predictions and I never really got to touch on is uh, the life and unfortunate death of Jay Briscoe. I did not know Jay Briscoe, like his peers in the business or people that have, um, you know, worked with him or had the honor to have a friendship with him or anything like that. But I did get to meet Jay Briscoe a couple of times. Um, I shared those stories on my page, but I'll share them on here. Uh, for those that don't know, Jay Briscoe on January 17th, I believe, got into a car accident driving his family home, his two daughters and his wife. Luckily, his son was not there uh, from cheerleading practice, and they got into a head-on car accident where Jay Briscoe lost his life and left his daughters in critical condition. And thankfully, they're doing a lot better now. Uh, throughout the week, I've shared links where you guys can support the family, whether it's buying his merchandise or... Um, donating to their GoFundMe sort of um, donation website, but it's not technically GoFundMe, it's something else, but I've shared that link as well. Um, Jay Briscoe someone I've watched since I discovered Ring of Honor back in 2002 when I was a lot younger, flipping through the channels, and I found Ring of Honor on KVOS, and I went back and would find Ring of Honor clips on YouTube and downloading stuff illegally on Kazam, Kaza, LimeWire, uh, Jay and Mark always stood out to me. The two guys I would create in like my video games or download once you were able to do that to have part of my rosters because they were just two people. Just I know they cut that promo about not getting signed to the WWE for not being cosmetically pleasing, but cosmetically to me they just looked like two distinctive, unique stars of such crazy personalities. Um, Jay and Mark being brothers in real life, and Jay being a little bit more of the serious, stern one, and Mark being a little bit more of the crazy, unpredictable one. Um, I've always enjoyed them as a tag team. I've enjoyed them as singles. I've seen them live a bunch of times. Uh, and I just, from the times I've met Jay, uh, he was just always super cool. The first time I met him was in All In in Chicago, uh, and he already had his match. And I don't know what the situation was, but I went, I don't know exactly what match it was between or what was going on in the ring at the time, but I went to the washroom and Jay was also in the washroom and I noticed him. Obviously, I didn't really want to bother him right away and we're both washing our hands and I think he knew, obviously, like I'm a fan and he was in the washroom. So I kind of looked at him, looked at him, kind of nodded 
And as he was walking, I was like, hey, do you mind if uh, I pick your brain for a second? I just want to let you know, like, I'm a really big fan. I've been a fan of yours for years. You and your brother, like, been a big supporter. Um, such a pleasure to meet you. And then asked him if we could take a picture. And I asked him if there was anything I could ever do to help him. Considering, you know, I had a large following on social media. And I could help promote whatever he wanted me to promote and whatnot. Um, it was funny because at first he tried to act like he knew like oh the wrestling classic i've heard of that before uh yeah and then by the end of it he's like yeah i don't really use instagram but you can promote my landscaping business and as we know his instagram handle was landscape underscore ninjas which i think initially he planned to use to promote his landscaping business and not really his wrestling but it became his like main page for wrestling and the landscaping stuff but at that time in 2018 i think he just started instagram for the landscaping business and i always found that so funny like he didn't care about promoting the wrestling or anything like that he wanted to make sure his like family or home life business was doing well to take care of his family and that was important to him and you know promote that don't worry about promoting my wrestling and that always stood out to me um the second time i met jay was like five months later six months, so that was all in which would have been like september october of 2018 and i met him wrestlemania weekend 2019 in new york when uh Ring of Honor had that G1 Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor in Madison Square Garden, and I had media for that. And I was with my buddy Danny, and I think Danny either went to the washroom or something, but I, I lost him for like five, ten minutes. And I was walking around, and I, I went by Jay and, and uh, Mark's table and went to go say what's up again. He actually remembered me this time, and uh, we talked for a bit, and he just told me to hang out there. He's like, I was like, oh, I was trying to find my buddy. I don't know where he went. He's like, oh, just hang out here. Just hang out with us. And they kind of got me to take pictures of um, some of the fans that were meeting them off, like, the fan cell phones uh, and uh, from, like, the side while I was hanging out. And we'd talk in between just about, um, you know, Ring of Honor being in Madison Square Garden and the Young Bucks leaving the company and the future of Ring of Honor and all that stuff and how cool this all was. And he introduced me to Mark, who was, like, you know, super cool and charismatic in his own way. And then I went off and I did my own thing. But I just remember thinking, like, wow, that was so cool of him to just kind of, like, met me once before, remembered me because it was such an awkward meeting outside the bathroom at All In. And then just being like, oh, yeah, you can just hang out here. And obviously me having a media pass helped a lot because it, you know, made it seem like I was meant to be there anyway. So that was cool. And I just always thought about, like, how kind he was to me for, like, no reason. He had no reason to be kind to me, didn't know who I was, we weren't close or anything like that, but it was just like this fan that he met, and he was just like, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't know my buddy, he was like, oh, just hang out over here, hang out with us, it's cool, like, you know, and um, just shot the shit with him for a brief few minutes there, and I'll always remember that, and I'll always be a Jay Briscoe fan, I'll always be a fan of the Briscoes, uh, you know, kind of upset me that Warner Brothers me discovery wouldn't let them do a tribute show on dynamite but i'm glad a week later on jay's birthday they allowed mark to wrestle on the show against jay lethal that happened um a couple of nights ago now and i thought it was beautiful and i'm so glad that they let them do that there's a tribute show on the ring of honor youtube channel that you can watch a celebration of life to jay briscoe and i, I think that might become an annual thing and it just sucks because he was young um i think he was just 38 years old and he seemed like a great father and a great husband and just a family man. And from the times I met him, he just seemed like a really welcoming. And you know, it's so funny because he looks so intimidating. He looks like someone you would be scared to get into a fight with in a bar or something. But then he ended up just being one of the kindest, most nicest people I've met. And he loved this business. And um, it's a huge loss for the wrestling business. And you can tell he's touched so many people. And he was a part of so many people's careers that are now in the mainstream wrestling scene, like Kevin Owens, like Adam Cole, um, a lot of these guys, they've all kind of worked with Jay at some point, uh, even guys that were big names that went into the indies afterwards, like the Hardy Boys, so it's a big loss for the wrestling industry, I just wanted to make sure I touched on it and say, uh, send my condolences and my love to the family, and um, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe.
And we are back here with Nick from the Veteran Minimum Show. What's going on, brother? We're going to do a Royal Rumble predictions. You're the man of predictions. What's happening? It's been a while. It's been a very long while, bro. It's always <laughs> good to connect with you. You know, you're one of my favorite people on the internet. My, yeah, uh, yeah. my wrestling insider, my wrestling source <laughs> when I'm not able to catch up on things. I go to the TWC page and then I'm all caught up, bro. No, I appreciate that. I know, like, I, it's funny because I don't think a lot of people know, but, like, when I started that whole casual conversation series, which I had no plans for, it was just to talk to people I was friends with, and I knew in the industry or just people doing stuff, you were, like, the first person I talked to. The very oh, first. That's no. crazy, right? <laughs> like, the, the number the number one entry, brother, brother. The number one. And then look where we take. We got other people on the show, like, crazy guests. And I was like, it always started with Nick. That's crazy. It was just, let's try this out. We're stuck in a pandemic. Let's see what we can do. Um, today, we're here to talk about the Royal Rumble, man. Probably one of the mm -hmm. most anticipated fun events of the year. I think everybody who's anybody that's watched wrestling even for a little bit, like even if they don't watch anymore, if you're like, hey, the Royal Rumble's on, they're down to watch it. They get excited. Yeah. It's a fun event. Like, what does the Royal Rumble mean for you? Like, how are you a big Royal Rumble fan? Hell yeah, dude. I think the so. Here's the thing, right? Because of what uh, what I do for work now and creating content, and a lot of it is in the sports betting and football space. I'd be lying to you, bro, if I said that around September to December, uh, I kind of fall out of wrestling. I'll, I'll yeah. basically tune into the pay-per-views just to be caught up, right? But then once January hits, bro, this is like where they start to turn shit up a little bit. You got the rumble. And then you got the lead up to Mania. And this is where they start to put their best work. You know, this is the this is the playoffs for WWE. Yeah. I like to explain it. And you're right, man. I think the Rumble, I was actually playing Xbox with my buddies last night. And we were talking about how, yo, we'll play FIFA while the Rumble is on. So, you know, I have the dual monitor set up yeah. over here, you know, Mr. Fancy Pants. So the Rumble is something that you're, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, bro. It's it's the one event that in Mania, but yeah. I think the Rumble is funner for people because it's fun. It's it's the countdown. It's the excitement of who's next. You always get those nostalgia pops too, which is super dope. So I love I love the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and it's because it's such an easy concept too, right? Every two minutes, someone else comes out there. It's over the top rope elimination. You get some surprises, and then you know it sets it it sets the. It's kind of like, yeah, take the playoffs. It sets the tones for the finals where it's like whoever wins this Rumble gets a, a shot at the world champion at WrestleMania, which, you know, um, it sets the tone for WrestleMania and what you should expect. And I think that's exactly what this Rumble is going to be doing. Um, those five matches on the card. We're going to get into our predictions. Um, let's start off with the because I, I, I know you haven't been watching as much, but you started getting back into it again because, you know, it is WrestleMania season. Um, have you followed Bianca Belair's women's championship reign? I have not, no. Okay, but so she won the title back at SummerSlam from Becky Lynch. That I remember watching because it was like come full circle because she lost it to Becky at yeah. SummerSlam the year before. And a lot of people, including myself, were very upset at that, right? Especially when you had the Sasha and Bianca match at Mania. For her to come back and just get squashed by Becky was not cool. So, yeah. I'm glad to see that she is still the champ. And dude, from like I said, from following your stuff and even seeing her, it seems like it seems like she's still in the right place. So she's in the right place. And I did make a mistake that she did win the title back at WrestleMania, but they had a rematch at SummerSlam where she beat Becky again and then damage control came and all that. But um I just I personally and this I'll probably get a lot of heat for this. I just have found the reign to be a little lukewarm. I think she's the right person. She's the right talent. She's got everything. She deserves to be in that spot. I just think, and I've said it a million times, I'm not a big fan of babyface championship runs. I get bored when a babyface keeps winning and winning and winning. Hence why I'm not a John Cena guy. Never will be. Never have been. Uh, but it's her versus Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, if you haven't been watching too much, is going back to her dark side a little bit. Uncle Howdy's been bothering her too. Wondering if we're going to get Alexa's playground and all that back. Do you have a prediction of who you think will win this match heading into WrestleMania? Does Bianca carry it to WrestleMania and then pass the torch or pass that belt to someone else? Or maybe she retains, who knows? Or does Alexa take the belt off Bianca and we still somehow get to Bianca versus Charlotte at WrestleMania, which is a very popular wanted match from a lot of people? Yeah, I think 
<clears throat> they could do one of two things, right? If this match goes on first and, and Alexa could pull the upset, then you have Bianca go and win the Rumble. That yeah. could be something interesting to then, you know, have her sights set on Charlotte. But I think I think the big thing coming out of this match is going to be like, what do do they continue this like dark side and this like uh, the, the the fallout, I think, is going to be more interesting to see what happens with Alexa Bliss than it does with Bianca Belair. A hundred percent. I think that's the thing. Like, I don't even think people are expecting Alexa to win the belt. So if she does, it will be kind of a swerve. But they are expecting something to happen with Alexa. Right. For sure. They're expecting some sort of Uncle Howdy involvement or some sort of, like, her, like, twitching out with the lights and everything. Like, something happening. But... Um, so that's why, like, just because it's WWE, I think Bianca's going to win. And they're not going to let yeah. Alexa win it. And they're going to go more into that dark side thing. But personally, I think I'd want Alexa to win, to be honest. And then okay. have Bianca, like, win the Rumble and face Charlotte. Because, I honestly, like, that's the hard part about the Women's Rumble, too. Like, it's a very weird situation for the women right now. Because, okay, you got two great champions in Charlotte and Bianca. But, like, what matches are there? Like, are you going to do Bianca versus who? Becky's been done. Who is Charlotte going to face that we're actually going to sink our teeth into? It's kind of a tough situation, but Charlotte versus Bianca, like, that's just money. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people have kind of been fantasy booking that one in a big spot for a very long time because I think Bianca Belair is amazing. And, I mean, I I think we've talked about it on your show in the past. I think Charlotte is already the GOAT. And I'm a big Trish Stratus mark. Yeah. Uh, she's like my number one woman on the planet, like all time, even above my my mother. And uh, because of certain aspects, which I'll leave at that. But uh, Charlotte, man, it, like from an in-ring standpoint, like I don't think anyone can touch her. Yeah, because you can't run back Charlotte and back. I mean, you could run back Charlotte and Becky at a WrestleMania or Charlotte and Bailey, But I just feel like. Charlotte and Bianca, like, that's, like, and then the, there are some people that, we'll get there, because there are some people that are, like, let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble, then, actually. Let's just do the women back-to-back, because if we, because basing who wins off of Bianca and Alexa kind of bases who could win the Rumble, I mean, there are some contenders who could win the Women's Rumble. They haven't announced those many people. Um, I've heard they're not bringing in too many legends or, like, other names to enter this Rumble. It's probably going to be most likely people that are under contract and they got a lot of people under contract when you consider who's in the PC and NXT and stuff as well. So like they can cover 30 people, no problem. Could a Rhea Ripley win this? Could we get a Rhea versus Charlotte at WrestleMania properly or a Rhea versus Bianca at WrestleMania? Yeah, man. I, I think I think Rhea is the popular choice. I would say she's the, the betting favorite because like the Rhea and Charlotte thing that happened a couple of years ago for the NXT title. Yeah. Like that... That was like during COVID, right? Yeah. So like it wasn't like a real moment. Um, so I feel, I feel as if she's probably my pick to win it. I love what she's been doing with Judgment Day. I'm also I'm also a Finn Balor mark. Like he, I think he is, he's just been incredible, and his involvement with that uh, at certain times I think has been awesome. So. <laughs> Prison I dumb. think it's That's my favorite prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think Rhea Ripley is, is the winner of the women's rumble. Yeah. So like, if it isn't a Bianca, someone else, like the, I can't think of anyone else. Like some people are saying Raquel. Um, mm. I do expect some returns. Like maybe we'll see Carmella return. I think Zelina will be in there. Maxine will make her in-ring debut. Like I think a lot of that will happen. But in terms of winning it, like I look, I some people are saying other names. The only name I could really think of is Rhea Ripley. If it's not someone that's already a champion right now. And I don't want to see Ronda win it again. That I wasn't nah, a fan of that last year. Nah, 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 nah. I kind of felt bad for Sasha, to be honest, because that's my girl. Okay, um, so how about how about that? That's that's I think a surprise candidate to be in the Rumble. Mercedes money? Yeah, <laughs> money. I think she's too tied up with what she's doing outside of WWE right now to be in the Rumble. But I do think give it two to three years, she's gonna be back. I just think she mm. needs to leave to go do her thing. And I don't know if I've talked about that already because the show's been a little iffy the last few weeks. Uh, but um, my whole thing about Mercedes is I think she needed to just go and do her own thing. Yeah. And she'll come back. Like Cody left for six years. He came back. I think right. she, just, she wasn't being put in the positions or treated the way she wanted to. And there was things she wanted to achieve prior to getting signed to the WWE. Like she always wanted to wrestle in Japan. She always wanted to wrestle in Mexico. She never got to do those things. 
So at the age, and happy birthday, Mercedes. It was her birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to my girl, Sasha Banks, Mercedes, money. Um, I think at the, at the tender age of 31 years old, she figured I'm young enough to go out there and do this, but also experienced enough to go out there and do this and then come back. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I think the way she left was bad, but I think when they tried to negotiate a deal, they probably left on better terms. And I think the door is open to her. But it's just like, okay, fine. If you want to go bet on yourself and wrestle in Japan and see if you can still make money out there, and I think they might be a little mad that she is still over without her, them. Because she is. Even though, did you watch the Her New Japan debut? I did, yeah. Everything screams Sasha Banks. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Because yeah. she has such a unique look to her, too. Which makes yeah. her different from all other women's wrestlers. Like I'm, it's not the hair, it's I'm not the mad hair. It's the flash. I'm not mad about it, but a lot of people were. And yeah. I was just like... What else is she supposed to do, though? Because that's who she is now. Right. Yeah, man. You know? I think I think you're onto something, though. Like, we've seen the door be slammed shut, and then eventually a return does come. And the pop is going to be great. My my, own, my only wish, which, uh, you know, I'll save it till when we get to the men. I'll save it till when we get yeah. to the men. Um, I will say this, though. For the women, I do think Rhea would be a great winner for that. I think Bianca retains, even though I think it would be cool if Alexa got the belt because I've, I've starting to get bored of Bianca's reign personally. But I think Bianca retains. I think Rhea wins. And I think, honestly, I don't know who's going to face Charlotte. Charlotte can face anyone and put anyone over and make anyone look good. Beating Charlotte means... Hell, Charlotte could face Liv Morgan at WrestleMania and they, they could make it a thing. Mm. You know, they could make it a thing with like ultimate underdog against Charlotte Flair. But I just think the idea of Rhea versus Bianca at WrestleMania kind of like says hey look we got some women here and it's not the four horse women and it's not alexa bliss it's a new era it's rhea ripley it's bianca Belair, and they're at wrestlemania and i think that'd be really cool for like that new generation to get a spotlight in wrestlemania like that nah man i i totally agree with you like i would like to see someone new get pushed right like i feel like last year was the year with Liv morgan you know, yeah. I know she won Money in the Bank, so I get. I guess like Money in the Bank is like a consolation prize. If like they say to themselves, "Man, we kind of dropped the ball with you not winning the Rumble. Maybe we'll give you Money in the Bank." Yeah, I, I just feel like right right now it just all signs point to it being Rhea Ripley because it, it makes the most sense. Like any of those matchups would be super compelling, right? Like Rhea and Bianca a couple of years ago, like they had that showdown in the Rumble, yeah. like that one moment. Where they're both on the apron and they're like, no, let's go back inside. And then it's like yeah, them yeah. two were like the un uh, underground queens of the women's division when they were down in NXT. Like everyone was saying like, yo, them two are going to be like, it, it, this is like a decade long feud, right? So yeah. I think this will be like chapter one when it really, really matters. I agree. And I think it's just be nice to have a spotlight on two women that aren't the four horse women. Right. Showcase. Because like in, in some sense, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky have been involved in all of Bianca's major feuds. Bailey, I don't mean to leave out, have all been involved in Bianca's major. And that's what made Bianca get really over. She's kind of touched past with all these women. Even Charlotte, they had that match on Raw. They haven't really gone on it again. But it'd be nice to have two women that aren't, like a woman that's not involved in the four horse women against Bianca at a WrestleMania. And be like, oh, look, we got another big contender. And Rhea has been killing it. Uh, pitch black match. I don't know what this is. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. I just think it's going to be a bunch of shenanigans. It's going to be entertaining. I think we're going to see The Fiend. I know we've <coughs> seen uh, Firefly Funhouse Bray come back. We've seen uh, Lantern Bray with the chair. And I think uh, the Rumble is where we finally see The Fiend again. How do, uh, what do you think about that? Man, you know, like, I'm so pissed at what they do with Bray Wyatt, bro. <laughs> Like it Let was it so it was so cool when he came back, right? Like I've always I've always thought during this untouchable like Roman Reigns run that he's been on. Like you go back to like 2016, 2017, like the anyone but you Roman. Like, wouldn't yeah. that be fire if that resurfaced somehow? And it was like, yo, I'm the guy to come back to try to put a stop to it. And I guess the LA Knight thing is cool if he goes over on him to continue to build Bray because like if Bray Wyatt doesn't win this match, don't you feel like we're, we're back to where we were when he first stepped away anyway? It's kind of like a lose-lose situation because you can't just have LA Knight lose. Because the thing they did with LA Knight, right? And I like LA Knight. I know LA Knight can talk. I've, I've watched Eli Drake and Impact a little bit. I remember when he was with Percy Pringle at um, 
NWA Hollywood. Shout out to the whole Undertaker spot on Raw. I thought that was cool because they both have that tie to Paul Bear, Percy Pringle. Um, I just think when they changed Max Dupree to LA Knight, they didn't do enough for like fans that maybe just watch the main roster and never watch NXT to really care about LA Knight, but we're somehow supposed to care about him. Does that make sense? Say if yeah. you never watch NXT, like for your example, like I'm, I'm sure you probably didn't watch NXT a lot during the LA Knight period because that's when they went 2.0 and whatnot, right? So if you didn't watch NXT and he came up as Max Dupree and then he turns into LA Knight and immediately Bray starts attacking him and we're supposed to feel sympathy for LA Knight, why? The, they haven't, like, like I know he's good, so I'm coming from a place like I know he's good. I'm invested because I know who he is. But for people that don't know who he is, they just want to see Bray beat him up. Right. You know what I mean? There's no reason for them to be behind this guy. He's very charismatic. He's cool. But, like, outside of that, they haven't done enough to make people care about LA Knight. And this feud kind of seems like I did not expect when Bray came back to this first rivalry we would be against LA Knight. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the build up, the white rabbit, his comeback was great. To your point, I, I thought, oh, he would be great to go after Roman in these like open months because of like when this whole thing started in 2020, when did Roman come back? The SummerSlam match between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, and then Roman came in. Then the triple threat match where he won the belt. Like Bray was one of his first people that he overcame. Then Bray got released, and Bray came back. And like it's just, I agree with you. I know everyone's like, there's some long-term plan here. Like, no, it's a long-term story. Like, wait week to week. But there has been some weeks that have been very boring. And then there have been some weeks that you go, oh, oh, that's something new. But it's been too wishy-washy for me to stay invested in it. For me to, like, care about it every week. If So when I post on my page, most I'm like, when I watch SmackDown today, when I watch Dynamite, I don't post what happens in every segment. I post about what I thought was cool or I think people might want to know. If mm. someone retained a title, if this moment happened or this spot happened. Like, I didn't post much from Dynamite this week, and it was a great show top to bottom. But I posted about, hey, MJF and Brian Danielson both cut really good promos. Like, you guys should check that out, like, because that stood out to me. The rest of the show was great, but those promos stood out to me, so check that out. And then also, Mark Briscoe wrestled. That's all I posted about. I didn't post about right. every match. Many weeks, I don't have, even post about Bray because half the stuff he does isn't, like, I need to post about this because everybody wants to know about it. I don't think everybody like cares that much to know about what happens every week, and that's a problem. He needs to win this match. He needs to move on from LA Knight, and we need to get some sort of like, what's next? Yeah. Now nah, you're absolutely right, man. And I, I just hope that he goes over because, again, it'll just go back to us not caring about Bray Wyatt if he drops this match. And especially when you had, you kind of had that moment on Raw 30 where Undertaker kind of like passes him the torch in, in, in a way. To yeah. just have him drop it now, it just it just would feel weird. And long overdue. I, I know I'm going to record more around this prediction part and I'll probably talk about, I've already probably talked about this, but um, that Raw 30 moment, I waited for that for years. Do you remember back in 2015 where they wrestled each other at WrestleMania? Yeah. And... Bray kept saying, I'm the face of fear, the new face of fear. And then under and he built the whole program, Undertaker didn't show up on any Raw or SmackDown yeah. leading up to WrestleMania, built the whole program by himself. Then he beat Undertaker beat Bray, which is fine. WrestleMania, okay, Undertaker beat Bray. The streak was already broken already, but okay, let Undertaker redeem himself. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Maybe SummerSlam Bray can face Undertaker again, he'll beat him. Never happened. Then they did the Survivor Series 25 thing. Undertaker and Kane beat him. I'm like, yo, this Undertaker just keeps beating this guy. He never yeah. got to like pass a torch. I read somewhere after WrestleMania, after the match at WrestleMania, Undertaker went to the back and went to Vince and was like, protect this guy at all costs. Like, do good with him, right? But we never got that moment where Undertaker really kind of like passed the torch to Bray to be the face of fear. And I I believe in that face of fear thing because I think with Undertaker officially being gone now, like at least four or five generations of children had Undertaker as their face of fear, like the dark character in wrestling. Like we all had yeah. him. I had him. My brother had him. You, you know, people younger than them, us had him. Like Bray is supposed to be that new dark character for the generations, kids that are being born today and tomorrow and next month. Next, you know what I mean? So like, I'm glad that moment happened. And uh, I think LA Knight might even be better if he does lose this and we get to care about him a bit more and see what happens to him after. I don't know. Um, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the undisputed Universal Championship. If this match was for one of the belts, I would be hyped and want Heaven Owens to win, but I don't see Roman dropping anything till WrestleMania. Lucky Land Casino.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean. Unless, unless at any point he's just defending one of the belts. Whenever he's defending both of them, he's not losing them. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's it sucks. Exactly it. it sucks. Yeah, it, Kevin's got all the fire. He came out, cut that promo at Raw 30. Like, you want to root for him. Um, if anyone's like, not, if you're still a kid and you're not that like into like what the business is and like looking at it from a booking standpoint, you probably still believe Kevin's going to win, but it sucks. Yeah. The only way would be like if like there's a, there's a weird like hiccup with like a Sami Zayn interference. Like that would be like the only way, but nah, nah, not not even no, that. Like you can't. Yeah, yeah. Roman is, Reigns like, is if, if the WWE this. title was online, like just the WWE title, I'd believe it. Right. I feel like the universal both. title, <laughs> the universal title, you can't even end that because that's the one that he's held for so long. The right. universal title is what he's held since 2020. So even when they did Clash of the Castle and he was facing Drew, I'm like, man, if they just made this for just the WWE title, I would believe that Drew could pay, maybe win this. But they don't want to end that streak of that universal title until WrestleMania. Yeah. And that's what sucks. And, and that, I want and he, Kevin to win so bad. <laughs> You're right, dude. And I think that's like the, I hate when they back us into a corner where we know for certain the outcome, like we know, like yeah. there's no chance. And, and it, and if like Kevin Owens was to win, it would like be like an all time shock. And I don't like when they do that. I do, but it wouldn't make sense here either if he was. Well, there's that also. Yeah, right. Okay, it well. would make sense in the terms of like all of my arguments of, okay, they could do Rock versus Roman, but they don't need the belts would make sense now because, okay, well, now we lost the belts and now they can do Rock versus Roman. Oh, and, but like still. Can I ask you about that? Can I ask you about yeah. that? Like. Rock comes back, right? And he and yeah. he faces and he faces Roman at Mania. Like what happens? Yeah. Like, Nothing. Rock doesn't win that because he's not going to be coming he to. And people yeah, think he, he is. I'm like, no, he's not winning that. Nah, he wouldn't win that. He would have like the moment, and then he'd shake Roman's hand and do the whole like, you know, the 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 point, right? Like even even that to me is like weird. And then I saw some reports that Stone Cold was uh, was in the Oh no, they, they like, uh, messed up those reports. Stone Cold was offered to wrestle a uh, WrestleMania. It wasn't against Roman, it was against Brock. But it looks I know there's still another two pay-per-views to go, so maybe, but it looks as of right now they're going still Brock and Lashley, but Yeah, no no no. Listen, we 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 got the we got the Stone Cold thing last year. Right, you yeah. know, you know, he's my favorite of all. Yeah. Like, he might be my favorite human. Uh, yeah, you listen, low key, low key. I'm upset that even happened because I was at 19. Wow, <laughs> and I wasn't there last year, and I was like, oh, now I can't say that I saw Stone Cold. You were at his last. Yo, yo, so check it out, right? Like, I think, I think last year was dope. I thought yeah. it was. We we after 18 years, he had a moment, right? It wasn't built to be like a one on one match. It was like a brawl kind of yeah. stomp a mud hole in your can in your ass kind of thing. Yeah, and it was it was dope, man. He he didn't look like a shell of himself. He didn't look as if. You know, he was super washed, but like to have him now come back again and then again, it's like the aura of it leaves, in my opinion. And I love Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin, but just just keep him away, man. Like he came back. It was against Kevin Owens. There, There's the history between them two, like the, the mutual respect. And he's using his move like that. And it was in Texas. Like that was dope, bro. Dope. And last year, last year they made they were able to make it work very last minute. But if they do it again, like I don't want it to be like, oh, we had two month build to the Stone Cold match, right? 
Yeah, like if like, you were gonna have him come back, you should have been building it since the summer. Like something should have happened. Some seeds should have been planted. Does that make sense? Yeah, nah, for sure, man. But I just think like I'll be excited, right? Don't get it twisted. Like I'll be tuning in, but also there's gonna be a part of me that's like not gonna like how it looks. Well, let me throw this at you, right? Just for fun, because it could happen. What if Austin's in the Rumble? <sighs> that he would be eliminated. fun. He's not gonna win, but like, right. He doesn't have to do much. He stomps a couple of mud holes, hits a couple of stunners. A big guy like Braun throws him out or something and gets heat. I don't know. Yeah. Gunther, um, Gunther throws him out, gets a ton of heat. That could be something. That'd be cool because it's not it's not announced. But or Brock's just, in the rumble and Brock throws him out, gets the heat. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I never thought about that. Right? Because I just don't because I just don't want him coming back, bro. Like I don't want him coming back and become like these a nostalgia these, act. Yeah, like you don't want that, bro. Like you're you're stone cold, dude. You're 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 a national treasure, like he says. And to have him yeah, come back and be a parent. Yeah, you don't ex- bingo, dude. Yes, you don't want to come back. The, where the end half of Undertaker's career that I've just blacked out because I'm like, like I totally blacked out that like I. Re- Regress that whole Saudi match with DX versus the Brother Destruction. Like that never the, happened in my mind. The Saudi match, the Roman yeah. Reigns match, like all those matches were were lame, and it takes away the aura. That's why I thought the Boneyard match was dope because it wasn't yeah. like your traditional one on one referee pinfall kind of match. It was like a fun scrap, and it was more theatrical and entertaining than it was like an actual five star match, which I think was perfect for Undertaker at his stature and his age in wrestling no i agree i agree i think um i think it's just it's, just, it's i don't know i don't want to like i know a lot of people like they saw him last year and they want to keep seeing him come back but like that's not gonna be sorry you're good <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, I have a uh, so I have a I have a question for you, dude. Because sure. I was really enjoying the Broken Skull sessions. Yeah, what happened to those? I don't know. I think he like does the, them every once in a while. It's not like a monthly thing. It was a monthly thing for about like two and a half years, bro. I don't. And I then it was, it, it was just like a it was like every big pay per view you do it after. Was it a monthly thing? Bro, it became a monthly thing, dude. Trust me. Like I've watched them. I've watched each of them like three, four times each. Because maybe he's like me, where he starts a thing and then he like stops for a couple of months. He starts. <laughs> I wonder if it was like contract obligations or something. Because the maybe last not. one, the last one he did was with Charlotte, and it was when I was still living in New York, and that was in August. That's the last and then one he did. did he not do one with Jeff Jarrett recently? Or was that before Charlotte? That was before. Yeah, I don't know. He. I mean, the network shows are always weird. And once it moved to Peacock, it got weird. But, like, I, I assume he'll probably bring it back. Like, you got to remember, like, he also had a podcast before that with WWE. Yeah. With, like, Vince and, like, Big Show guys. Then he started the Broken School. Like, he's, I don't know. It's always. Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always flip-floppy with these guys. Jericho yeah. had a show on there. Table for three, they stopped for, like, two years and then brought it back. That's they true. Do that. They do that with the network shows. I've heard that it's very hard to, one, get a show on there, and two, to convince the company to keep producing it, regardless of how good it's doing. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he went to them and was like, yo, I want to do some other stuff. Like those videos of him like serving people at a fast food restaurant and stuff because he's filming something. So maybe he just has other projects and other things going on. Could be. Could be. You know. Um Yeah. The men's Royal Rumble <laughs> though, man. What do you think? That's basically it. It's the last Okay, so so here's here's my beef, right? Here's my beef. Yeah. I don't like that they announced Cody's coming back. I felt the same way. I don't like it when they announce. I don't like it when they announce guys Even are coming we, but, back. But we all predicted it, right? Like, it was predictable. Like, we all knew Cody's going to come back to the Rumble. Yeah, absolutely. Very fair. However, it takes away that moment. It, it takes away on Raws and SmackDowns when, like, three weeks from tonight, John Cena's back. Like, that shit is lame to me, bro. Like, it it's is. cool. And I and I totally get it from a business standpoint. And you want to draw a better rating. You have sponsors. You're on network television. Like, I get that. But on the flip side and the downside to this is that you kind of spoil that huge nostalgia factor or 
of what the rumble was right like holy shit i haven't seen this dude in a decade right bro this is almost the three-year anniversary of kobe bryant passing away yeah and do you know what i remember from that day bro edge coming back edge coming back yeah because dude i remember that day bro being home and like the world felt so gray and gloomy it just felt like everybody was in a down mood everything just sucked the energy of just like bro i remember just being on my recline i was like damn bro kobe died like just and you know everyone's like dropping their favorite kobe stories and Kobe moments and then like i'm watching the rumble and then when when edge's theme song hit like bro i remember those two three minutes i was like dude this is what the rumble's about i forgot about everything else bro i felt like i was a, a nine-year-old kid again watching wrestling like that shit was so cool and if they were to spoil it and be like oh edge is coming back that doesn't hit the same yeah no i agree man and i just think i think why they announced it was to get people to tune in because they they think that cody's a big draw and like if we let them know like the anticipation but like i remember a couple of years ago when the aisle was really unpredictable who was going to run the Rumble. And then they had Edge come cut a promo, the Raw, before the Rumble, being like, I'm in the Rumble, I'm coming back. And I'm like, oh, he's going to win the Rumble. And he did. I think it just makes it too obvious. Is there some other people that could potentially... And to be honest with you, the Rumble has been predictable for a lot of years in the past. It has. You know, it's going to be Drew. Oh, it's going to be Rollins. Like, we always kind of... Especially with the men. We kind of always had an idea of who's going to win. Um, I felt like if they didn't announce Cody coming back, this could have still been a little unpredictable. Even though we all kind of thought, because some people still think The Rock's coming. Some people still think The Rock is going to come and be in this Royal Rumble. Um, Brock Lesnar's came back on Raw. What's the, what's the chances that Brock comes in? We know how dominant Brock is when he's in anything. There is a chance that Brock could just win the Rumble. Um, Again, though? No, that's not going to happen. But you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's always like that. Brock is like Charlotte, where it's always 50-50. I don't care what you say. It's always 50-50. If Brock's involved or if Charlotte's involved, there's a 50% chance Charlotte's going to win. There's a 50% chance. There's no less or more because those are two people. Like, it's always 50-50. <laughs> like, even when you think Brock's going to lose, he might just win. Even when you think Charlotte's going to lose, she might just win. Um, and then, um, obviously, w- with everything that's been going on, the one of the biggest, because there's always a thing like, okay, you can win the Rumble and you can face a champion. But then also, there's an elimination chamber. Could that be something? Because, now there's a theory that maybe Roman defends one title on each night. That's another WrestleMania theory. Like night one, he defends the WWE title. Night two, he defends the Universal. He has two different opponents. Night one can be Cody. Night two can be The Rock. Or night one can be Cody. And night two can be like Sammy or something. And that's what I was going to get to. A lot of people are on the Sammy thing. I think the Sammy thing's way more over than a lot of people expected. And I read this on Twitter. And I don't necessarily believe it to be true. But people are now saying like, is Cody Rhodes the Batista to Sami Zayn's Daniel Bryan. Like, are people going to be mad if Sami's in this Rumble and he doesn't win and then Cody does? Will they end up booing Cody? Because <coughs> they want to see Sami versus Roman? I mean, bro, like, Sami versus Roman is, like, this is, they they probably, what's cool is that this, like, authentically happened. I yeah. don't think they expected this to happen. And we've to seen get over, over the years, yeah. we've seen over the years, like, the Yes movement. We saw Kofi Mania. Right. We've seen all these moments happen where people didn't expect like Rusev Day was a thing too. remember how over Rusev got like those are the kind of moments where, dude, the Sami Zayn stuff is like the one thing every week that I try my best to watch. 100 percent. Like I try to see what happens and like the interactions with the Usos feeling Usy like shit like that is what makes people pop. And that's a hell of a take, bro, because Cody. I, I think they might be backed into a corner where that ends up happening. I think that's something that could really happen. And I don't feel it because I like Cody and Cody came back and he was only in the company for like three months before he got hurt. So it's like we didn't get enough to like really digest. But, you know, I read my comments, right? And I've seen people being like, ah, don't you think they're trying to force Cody down our throats? I'm like, you guys are already turning on that. Like they feel like it feels like they're forcing Cody down our throats. Like, because now they're all jumping on the Sammy bandwagon, right? Right. It's what's new. And it's, it's like, what's oh, that hip, sucks man. because you guys are all about Cody, but now it's like you're forcing him down our throats. Well, that, he, they don't. Okay, and I've said this a million times, and no disrespect to Kevin Owens or anybody else because Kevin is over and Bray's over and whatnot, but I'm like, they don't have a mega baby face to me. Right. 
Like, there's no mega major baby face. Like, Owens no. is a badass baby face. Bray's like this dark baby face. Like, there's not a, a John Cena over mega baby face. Seth is turning back into a baby face, but he'll always have that like sliminess to him, which is why we all love Seth. We hate it when Seth is not slimy. Let's just all agree yeah. on that. Because yep, when he wasn't yep. slimy, we got bored. When he's slimy, like, we love this guy. <laughs> but, um, Cody is supposed to be that mega baby face, if you ask me. Dude. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No What about Randy Orton coming back? Oh, that'd be dope. But I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. want? You know what I want properly that we never got properly. We I thought we almost were gonna get it again. At one point was uh, just a proper Randy Orton Brock Lesnar match because we had the one at SummerSlam that ended up. Ended with the beating and ended no contest yeah, yeah, with the yeah. beating. But I'm like, man, we never got the proper Randy Orton. And those are two guys that are believable. One's a wrestler, one's a fighter. You know, both of them are tough guys. I don't know. It would be dope. The seasoned vets now, but. I've, I've just been thinking about guys like, like, dude, there was a couple of rumbles ago where, like, I felt like Matt Riddle would have been a dope candidate. Yeah. Like, Matt Riddle would have been cool. And then also, you have, like, in a weird way, that it's become more of a thing the last couple of years where like the final four is a big indicator, right? Like yeah. whoever's in the final four of the Royal Rumble always has big, like a big WrestleMania moment or match. Yeah. And it's something where like, all right, yo, you, you, you're going to get the Rumble winner here and you're probably going to get Mr. Money in the Bank from this, yeah. this four like also. Who they're, they're kind of behind, unless it's like a joke person like Santino Morello, which is always funny. But otherwise, yeah, it's like who they're behind and who who you think they're going to push moving forward. I wonder if, like, if they do Owens and Roman prior, does Owens come into the Rumble too? Because that will be like a moment to have Owens and Sammy both in there. Yeah. Well, I do uh, think cool... My thing is, my whole prediction is I think it's Sammy <laughs> and Owens versus the Usos at WrestleMania. Because I think oh. a lot of it, as much as people want, I think we're going to get Sammy versus Roman at Elimination Chamber because it's in Montreal. Like That's going to be the match. Sammy versus Roman at Elimination Chamber, and then Roman's going to beat Sammy. But I think a lot of, like, if you look at back at the whole Sammy storyline, it is, yeah, it is about him and Roman to an extent, but it's been about Sammy and his relationship with the Usos, especially Jay. Like, that's what the story is, and Jay's backing him up, and Jay supports him. So once he turns his back on the bloodline, it's less turning his back on Roman, but more turning his back on the Usos. You know? And I think that's why it goes to become the Usos versus Sammy and Owens at WrestleMania. And then finally, Sammy and Owens win a tag title together. I don't know if I like it as much as as Sammy going over on Roman, bro. Going over on Roman is wild. You don't think the crowd wants it though? Oh, they do. I know they do. I said that. It's a conversation. Yeah. I was like, we want. What about Sammy? Sammy Mania? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I don't know a dope, a out. dope, a dope Rumble moment would be Cody and Sammy having an interaction, and just to see the crowd. Like one of my favorite recent memories was um in money in the bank i know it wasn't a rumble but money in the bank when like nakamura and aj styles move the ladder yeah and then like the crowd just loses their mind like that's always the best shit right that's yeah always the best shit that's like you know when they did it with hogan and warrior or they did it with savage and hogan they had the drama in the match or austin and the rock in 01 yeah edge (laughs) edge edge and orton when he came back and like it wasn't so it was like happy to see you kind of thing right like those yeah right it's so subtle and it feels so like they tease it. Like, what if these two guys faced each other? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what they did with Rhea and Bianca, right? Like, it's the yep. same thing if you look back at it. Um, one more prediction for the Rumble. So, we, we, I, uh, so I'm going with Cody. That's my prediction. Yeah, man. And you know what, dude? Like, everyone's picking Cody. And I think I think you're onto something, bro, with Cody being the Batista to Sami Zayn. That wasn't me. Blind. That was Twitter. Don't put, don't put that oh. negative. Well, you me. mentioned it to me, so now <laughs> it's yours. Fuck, who's going to stop us from claiming that one? Yeah. But I, I think that could be interesting, bro. But I think it has to be one of them, too. Yeah. I think it has to be either Sammy or Cody. 
Yeah. It couldn't be anyone else. So I had one more prediction for the match, though. And then we'll wrap this up. Okay. Is I also think, so we said, okay, maybe The Rock could show up. Maybe Austin could show up. Maybe Brock will be in here. One other person that I think could be in this Rumble to plant seeds for a WrestleMania match but not win it and would get a huge pop is John Cena. I think Cena could be in this match. And I think Cena could come in there to get the pop. People would be hyped to see him. Whether it's eliminating Austin Theory or Logan Paul being in there and him eliminating Logan Paul, Logan Paul eliminating Cena and building that. Well, isn't the, I think Logan Paul has like a torn ACL. I don't think he'd be ready to. Oh, okay. Then, then I guess it's Austin Theory. Yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's soon. Like whenever that match was that he had with Roman, he October. like blew out his knee. That was in September, October, yeah. like around there. October, but still, yeah. it's not, it's not like I've torn my knee and, you know, I am Justin, a five star athlete, despite what you might think. <laughs> Uh, it does take you. It does take you about six months to get, and this is like best case scenario to get any sort of clearance from a torn ACL. So I don't think I don't think it'd be Logan Paul. Then it's Austin Theory, but I do think Cena is someone I also would predict to be in the Rumble. Would I pop? I don't think so, but I would be excited. I would be happy to see Randy Orton though. If Randy Orton comes back in the Rumble, that'd be dope. That would be that'd be fire. I'd like the final he's been, four like, being why why. Yeah. Imagine the final he, four is like Sammy, Cody, Randy, and Cena. <laughs> Ooh. Well, they had that moment a couple years ago where it was like Ray, Sam, uh, sorry, it was Ray, Randy, Cena, Nakamura, Finn, and, and like one other per it was Roman. one other like Roman. Roman. Roman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like cool. But it was funny, right? Because like they had they had like Nakamura, and I think Nakamura is their age too. It's just that he was like a new wrestler. Such a so. shame how they dropped the ball and knocked more. I watched him against Muda. I'm like, man, such a shame. What a guy. I think, dude, I really think it's the it's the language barrier, bro. I know. But even it's, that. It's, it sucks because, like, you know, I was having this conversation just to pivot minorly to the UFC. And I think the, like, Habib Nurmagomedov yeah. became yeah. so over because, like, he really focused on his English. And like he was, you need to be good enough to be able to do a full interview in English. Now yeah. it doesn't need to be fully articulate. You don't need to know everything. You can you can like mispronounce words. It's fine, but you need to be able to like have like a broken English conversation in order to sell. And I think with Nakamura, he tries as best he could, and that's just a sad reality of it. Like even in the UFC, their best champions are always the ones that can speak English too. So. I think that's ultimately what happened with Nakamura. No, I agree. And he just feels like a star when he's in Japan, but that's his home, right? Yeah. Oh, Jay White. A lot of people think Jay White might make his debut. Ooh. Kind of like that'd a be, Yeah. That'd be sick. It'd be cool to see him because he didn't resign with New Japan and he looks to be like, you know, those rumors are like 90% interest in WWE and like 10% here and this and that. But it'd be cool to see Jay White. In the room. I don't know what other surprise there might be some legends. Maybe we'll see like a Booker T or someone come in there. Um, then we're gonna see a bunch of people that will be like, "Oh wow, why they put Otis in here? He's not gonna win." But that's usual for the Rumble. No disrespect to Otis, but you know when they put like tag team wrestlers and people that you yeah. know aren't gonna win in there, and you're just like, "Oh, it's Cedric Alexander." Like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't have all heavy hitters of everyone <clears throat> gonna win, but you know what I mean. Um, Omos, we'll see who takes him out, the big guy. Is there anything else? Any other predictions for the Rumble? Well, I think like if you wanna if you wanna try to make a star and, and direct someone to have a big year, like as a singles, like what about Montez Ford? Not to win it, but like you know, gets like four or five eliminations. Maybe he's a s sneaky Final Four candidate. Well, that would be dope. I like what that. else? What else could he do with Street Profits? Don't you feel like they've hit their ceiling? Like as far as like what they could do. Yeah, but then also they don't have a really good tag division anyway, so breaking up tag teams probably shouldn't be. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. And you got guys in there like I'm sure Sheamus is going to be in there. Drew McIntyre, Pete Dunn, Ridge Holland. Yeah. There's a lot of big guys, and like who's he going to eliminate four or five people of? Yeah, I mean, the New Day. There's still you know Kofi and Xavier. Gonna, there's like I could probably name 20 people that are going to be in there. There's probably like five surprises. Like you know what I mean? 25 people that are on the roster, five surprises. And that's probably going to be like. You think Jay White gets that. a pop if he was still up here? I think the Rumble in WrestleMania sometimes gathers hardcore fans, so maybe. 
like those events sometimes are places that will get hardcore fans if it feels like a random paper like extreme rules probably not but mm. maybe i think you know i don't think he's aj styles by no means i don't think people right. know him, like people knew aj styles aj styles was around and tna and tna whether people want to admit or not for some point there was like the alternative it was like and it was in the states too so like it was more yeah yeah and it was the alternative and kurt angle and sting and guys were over there working with him so like absolutely people knew who aj styles was to an extent and that's when the bullet club shit was really popping off too like actually popping off is when aj was over there and all that stuff so i think that was a little different um jay white i don't jay white's dope i'm a jay white fan but I, i don't think he's gonna get that aj styles instant recognition pop yeah that aj got that's the only thing i can compare it to because that's what it would be like yeah right? I, I agree with you um i think so I, I hope if it's a hardcore fan base there then yeah he'd get a pop but i don't think it's gonna be as big as uh people will be popping on twitter people will be popping on the internet i don't know if they'll be popping live that loud you know yeah i agree with you man i was just curious to see because like i don't know if like people will get that excited for him like that yeah um another thing i want to mention that we didn't though is in terms of the women's rumble i want ria to have if we are doesn't win i wanted to have like that diesel spot where there's one point where she's eliminated everybody and she's just standing there like i'm that bitch you know like i'm Rhea ripley yeah you know the, the old diesel spot where he eliminates everyone he's just in there by himself like that's what ria needs at least at one point yeah Nah, we'll have, you, everyone's everyone's talking about like a dark Oscar coming back. There's there's a lot of things that could happen, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they kick we'll off the show with the women's and they end it with the men's and we'll see how it goes. That'd be far. I like mm-hmm. having it bookend the 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 pay-per-view. I feel like you have to do that when you have two of anything. Like you have two war game matches, one needs to open, one needs to end. They can't be back to back. Yeah, it's too draining. Yeah, it's the same with the Rumbles. They can't be back-to-back. It's just you got to put one at the beginning, one at the end. Yeah. Anything else that you want to talk man. about? Predictions, bro? Anything you want to plug? Uh, plug Veterans Minimum. All things Veterans Minimum. It's the best sports betting vibe on the internet. And uh, it's fun, man. It's a cool hang. And um, I know I've had you on in the past. If you're ever out in Vegas and you don't hit me up, I'll be offended. <laughs> Fair. But... Uh, yeah i'm out in vegas now i record at the blue wire studio if ever anyone's in town swing by i'm there often i record my shows on mondays and wednesdays and yeah i'm excited for rumble season man and then mania season same you gonna come to la for wrestlemania um i think i might be there man yeah i think i think so i gotta talk to my my buddy um because he wants to go out there too so i'm the first to know bro yeah, I'm not too inclined to really go to the shows. I don't care about going to the WrestleMania shows. I, I think I've been to enough. I'm okay with that. But I want to be in the city that weekend for sure. Yeah. Like, I just want to be in LA. I want to go to WrestleCon. I want to, like, be around and see everybody and say what's up and reconnect because I feel like I haven't done that in the past few years. And it's kind of been hindering my progress and things I want to do because I haven't been seeing people. I talk to people all the time, but I don't see people. And yeah. That plays a big part. Um, but yeah, if you go, let me know. And, uh, I guess we'll ask you one last question before we wrap this up. What was your favorite Royal Rumble match of all time? Oof. Oof. Damn, that's tough, bro. It is. My mind goes straight to 92, but I'm like, yeah, like that's not that live, but I've watched it so many times. So which one have I watched that I really enjoyed? 01, 04, but Benoit won that, so we're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I think I, I think everyone says ninety two. Um, oh, one was I'd fine. say, I'd I'd say the one with uh, the Stone Cold and Rock stare down. I think is iconic. That's a one. That's a one. Yeah, and I also I also liked I also liked the Nakamura one too, bro. I like two thousand seven. Was it two thousand seventeen where Randy won at the end? Oh my god, I remember, or... dude. I can't believe I, I can't believe this. I'm so pissed at myself. Oh six. Ray Mysterio. Oh, that one was a banger too. Tatanka. That one was dope, man. <laughs> I like I like seventeen when Randy won and everyone thought it was gonna be Roman and then he eliminated him and yeah, that was like a cool little situation there. Um, and I think twenty twenty was it the Drew one where the first half was Brock eliminating everybody and then Edge yeah. came back. Like this, the, that would always be. It's too recent, but when we look back at it, we're like, oh, that would have like it was a different scenario because you never had someone just dominate the first half. That and it sucked. We saw a lot of our favorites just get eliminated. Yeah, 
but it, it, it told a good story and it made Drew look strong. And then, you know, Edge came back and it was just that one was cool too. But 92, 01, 06, 17, 16, they've been pretty good the last few years. Last year sucked, but yeah. All right, I'm gonna let you go, guy. We good? All right, man. This was right. dope, bro. Thanks for having me. Please come back whenever you like. Keep doing the thing. See you all later. Thank you.